0: Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Episode 7 of Grey Wolf Footy is here. It is Ned joined by the madman with some very unmad like hair and Johnny Van Fitzenberry. What is up, boys? We're about to talk some footy. Yeah,
1: I'm just... Uh doing the madman time half an hour late but that's okay I'm all, just, I'm all
2: good it's very unlike you to rock up with your hair all messy uh, my theory is still that he, to annoy me he had a he had a female <laughs> around ned so he's just had to quickly you know kick her out have a shower no time to do the hair and just <laughs> rush around here i could make some jokes but this is a pg rated podcast isn't
1: it it is a g yes. rated podcast g. but
0: i like to say that g for madman big g grace if you don't mind But yeah, you're right. The hair is sort of not on point. I think that could be a pretty
1: good theory because you are always here on time and rudely sitting on the couch and ignoring me. Funnily (laughs) enough, I actually, uh, because Fitzy missed me today thinking I was home from work because my car was in the driveway, but I got a lift to work. I was home by like 10 to 5 tonight. So (laughs) where the hell have you been? Oh, just doing my own thing. Just hanging out watching there's, a, some there's, a there's a something
2: going on here you no. gotta tell us what you were doing no, to to girl, I'm, I'm single as a Pringle an hour so, and a half doing nothing
0: Yeah, Pringles ain't single buddy they've got plenty <laughs> of other little Pringles in there unless uh, hungry me gets to them
2: <laughs> anyway this might be a, a discussion for a grey wolf unsolved where was Gracie the last hour and a half who was yeah. he with who saw him alive that sort of thing
0: Yeah, I think something's going on there but Gracie we haven't spoken your cats did get the job done and got, them, got it done quite easily over the Brisbane Lions, and I've got to say, man, you were very, very gentlemanly-like about it. Didn't give me a hard time at all. I I was going
1: to bring a Geelong scarf in, but I Thought I better not.
2: That was last so. week. Doesn't matter anyway. I
0: think he's girls taking at home anyway. Oh, that's,
2: that's probably like just, what? she just walked out with a scarf yeah, over and <laughs> John, <laughs> was it? John, John. Let's move right along, my friends. Yeah, it's gonna be a big round of footy, and of course the Thursday night game, which will be last night's game by the time this comes out. Geelong taking on Collingwood. Gracie, I'll let you talk about the breakdown of this one. I'm sick of watching Geelong and Collingwood early in the week. <laughs> but tell us your thoughts on this one.
1: Um yeah, so back to back Thursday games for the Cats, which is you know good for good for me. I like to watch them early. I hate waiting all weekend to the last game on Sunday.
2: Yeah, we and hate waiting too. The team.
1: <laughs> we but, do um, not like it. But uh, no, I think uh, Mitch Duncan's a big out for Geelong, Fitzy. Um, and obviously Dugowie comes back for the Pies after his uh, little off-field issues. Um, but yeah, I, I think Collingwood will win this one, Fitzy. I'm, I'm the same as last week. I'm not confident. I think Collingwood are probably the second best side in the comp, even though they've had a few downs the last couple of weeks. Obviously a good win. Last week, but uh, I think Collingwood will will beat the Cats. Yeah,
2: well, Mitch Duncan's a huge out for for Geelong, but they did look they lock, knocked off the flag favourite last week quite convincingly. Uh, I actually would have thought Geelong would have been favourites for this game, uh, even though the Pies have been up and about. I'm gonna barrack for Geelong in this one just because you're not just. Oh, well, I'm barracking. I'll, back, for I'll back your boys in.
1: I'm barracking for them, and if <laughs> I'm if I'm coming to your place to watch it, I'll, I'll oh, be with yeah. Collingwood supporters off. So we've got to stick that's together
2: that's very true well actually i was going to ask you about one guy from Geelong which is Sam Simpson he's been getting a lot of traction this week in super coach after a big game last week is he on your radar or, or is he his problem's going to be can he stay in the team do you yeah do that's well? that's the thing
1: like F winner of the VFL last year whether he can stay in not my big um, one in this week will be ranking which a lot of people will be as yeah, well yeah. Um, and then the second one Oh, like I've got Stasovic down back. He's still playing, but his break even. is nearly a hundred, so it's whether I stick with him and then then pick up Simpson and and hold on to Stasovic and yeah. hopefully you know yeah. just cop the the points Low score. loss. So. Yep. Um, so, it's possible I might get him, but yeah, it's, it's just a toss up at the moment. I'm still undecided. So.
2: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I'll, I'm probably a pass at this point because I got on Hibbard last week, so I don't really have anyone in the midfield uh, to, to jump on. But I'd almost be going, uh, I'd go ranking over anyone this week. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting into the supercoach discussion early. Uh, and, and just keep in mind that there's going to be a lot of debuts in the next probably two or three rounds. You know, if they're going to be playing games, they reckon there's going to be a game for 19 days or whatever it is, a game every day. So, they're going to have to start compressing the season So there's going to be a lot of rookies coming in. So I wouldn't be jumping on everybody. Uh, Even though, I mean, how many times have we seen a rookie come in, score really well one week and then scores 50 next week? Yeah, I think
1: the big thing was that Duncan went down early. Um, so Simpson had to play a bit more inside yep. mid. Yep. And, um, I mean, he proved last year in the VFL that he can play, and um, he's always been on the fringe, um, like him and Constable, and those sort of guys, always been, been thereabouts. But, um, I mean, he took his opportunity, Fitzy, and gave the coaches a reason to
2: keep picking him. So. Yeah, that's very true. So watch this space, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good game, and I'm going to back Geelong just because I don't want all the Collingwood supporters in my life to, to get up and about. But uh, <laughs> It's anyway, always good when they're quiet. It is good.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the fringe, your fringe is outright right now oh, yeah, it's really Look annoying me.
1: you
2: got some clippers or something yeah it's 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 Dang really it.
0: great i kind of feel like taking a photo like we discussed earlier but then johnny said you he may
2: shut down pretty quick didn't he, it? he
0: may possibly <laughs> kill me and i just want to talk to you boys you being the experts real quickly it's funny john you just said that you know the cats beat the flag favorites in the lions the week before that port power were you know yep. the the flag favorites then now what so they lose one game that's it they're done like that's what i'm reading
2: that says a lot about the season and how even it is at the moment i think and it only takes a couple of bad games for teams to look awful so it's still up it's still very much up for grabs i think the uh even just the top four it's looking quite you know anyone can beat anyone on their day uh and we've seen that already a few times this year but i'm I'm genuinely surprised that geelong's not the favorite after that game last week i think
1: i I think duncan answer probably swayed the odds a little bit there because he's uh,
0: talking about you just said collingwood would win
1: yeah, no, no. I think Collingwood will win, but oh, yeah, okay. the the reason that Geelong aren't in favourites, I think Duncan's probably a big say in that and with De coming back. And even though I, I think De is one of the most overrated players in the league, Fitzy, to be honest with you. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's a we could do a whole podcast on that. Um, but uh, no, it's uh, I, I think they just just with like you know Darcy Ford up against Grundy. Grundy had his colours lowered, I suppose, a little bit last week. He wasn't super effective, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, Big job for old Darcy Ford in the run yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's where it starts.
2: Night. That's Exactly, that's where it starts. But the Friday night game could be an absolute belter as well. Uh, Essendon taking on the Western Bulldogs. And Eddie, this could be an interesting game. A couple of teams are thereabouts at the moment, but it's going to be a tough one to pick. As you can see the odds are... Yeah, well,
0: I'm just looking at that right now. Sports has got them locked in at $1.90 each. This one. How much difference does it make playing up in
1: Queensland for Victorian teams now? I guess there's no such thing as home ground advantage. Right. Be the humidity, I suppose, is the big thing. Uh, I think they, um, someone came out today and asked Jared Berry at Brisbane that, um, you know, have you guys, do you think you guys have an advantage being in Queensland now? Mm. And he said, well, you know, do you want games of footy or not? Like, it's, it's a fair yeah. point. If you want to watch footy, you want it in your life, you need to. Go wherever it is to play. So yeah, yeah, um, that's true. but I, I think the humidity will, humidity will play a part. But they're going to be up there for so long that they're going to get used to it anyway. So yeah, you might find like the West Coast that have been up there already in Port, they'll be okay. It's probably going to be more like your teams that have been down here. Mm. Um, you know, like it, you know Geelong might struggle. North might be another one. Some of those teams that are less might, accustomed to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it might take a couple of weeks. It's really the team that's going to go close to winning it will be the team that. Gets used to the conditions and yeah, and, and sort of gels as a
2: team. Yeah, that's so. what the big thing is, and that's what West Coast problem was. And we talked about that, mm. didn't we? That they were just up there complaining about different things, and it just wasn't going well. The team that wins, it's going to be the team that embraces it the most, isn't yeah. it? And that could be anybody, anyone who's sort of in the top twelve at this point could probably get up there and, and and take it out. But it's going to be interesting to see games at neutral stadiums. But they're still playing to have a crowd at WA, aren't they? At this stage, so meant to be, yeah, yeah, meant to be. So that's going to be interesting, depending on what happens next. But uh, this game's going to. Be a good one Friday night. Uh, I don't want to talk about Essendon because they beat my boys last <laughs> week. I get very salty, Nettie. But yeah. so. I watched that game. It was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was, was a little disappointing. It was tough to watch. But the big one out for uh, for Essendon was Dylan Shield, who got the two week suspension. Do you think that was fair,
1: Gracie? Uh, probably fair. But then Gary Rowan probably should have got two weeks as well. So yeah. same incident. Yeah. I know the only difference was Ablett probably. Uh, had some momentum going towards Rowan, but you still you made you went past well made contact with the head. Yeah.
2: they both should have been two weeks. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, no, agreed. But uh, good news for my boy Mitch, he would get a bit more midfield time. But the uh, the dogs have uh, swung the axe: Butler, McLean, Shacky, and Riley West. All omitted, probably stiff on West. I would have thought. Crozier comes in, Suckling, Cody Waitman for his first game, and Lockie Young. How do you, how do you think this one plays out?
1: Um, yeah, Shields a big out, and obviously they have got no stringer, so. I think the dogs, yeah, were very embarrassed last week and um, obviously Bevo's swung some changes yeah, and it's usually yep. when that happens that the doggies just come out and, and go bang. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Bond go a big 150, kick, you know, have, kick two or three goals and have 30 touches or 25 touches. McRae um, to, to lift a little bit. And um, Cody Cody Waitman, Fitzy, wanted to look out 444k mm. forward mid. So I was talking to our mate Jono during the week. Fitzy, messaged me uh, I think it was like well, it was like 9 o'clock Sunday night. Who are you trading for next week? I'm like, Jono, I don't even think the last game's finished yet. <laughs> um, he was very keen, but he goes, oh, I'm going to bring in uh, Baz Lenker. Do you know who yeah, Baz Lenker yeah. is, Fitzy? I had no idea. I'm like, How do you
2: have no idea. I'm
1: like, what's going on here, Jono? And I'm asking him, why are you trading him in? But I actually looked, Fitzy, he's going to be 400K, yeah. and he's averaging close to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only had that three... Um, in there, so obviously, you probably discount that game, but you take that out, he's averaging over 100. Yeah. So that's one to keep an eye on for guess, maybe
2: next week. Guess who we got that tip from?
1: Yeah, probably you. <laughs> yeah, was. In there, yeah, look at him there. He's happy
2: with himself. Look up uh, That's his Instagram handle. It's, yeah, okay. an, it's, a, it's a fine mullet that he's yeah. sporting at the moment, Eddie, And uh, I, I think Bazlenka, going by that nickname, he'll get them over the line against the Dons. Uh, and I'm not talking about Essendon anyway, so I'm going to go Bulldogs on Friday night.
0: All righty. So who did you say there, Madman? Yeah, I think i got go Doggies as well. All right. Well, I'm hoping the dogs. So there we go. Fight back against those bombers from last week, Johnny. The Lions and the GWS Giants. This one going down at Giants Stadium on a Saturday. The Lions not looking good after last week, and they're tipped to lose this one. Are we in agreement with that?
2: Yeah. This is this is a tough one, and I think if Brisbane's going to be a real flag favorite, this is the game that need they need to come out and win. Yeah. Uh, mm, you know, the Giants. Agreed. They've lost Callum Ward. They get Tim Taranto back, who's a massive in for them. But for me, you. Brisbane's kept the same team. They've kept the faith. You mentioned Stasovitch earlier. They kept the faith in some of those young guys. Tom Barry's in there too. This is the game for Brisbane to win. If they're going to make a real statement, they need to be winning games like this away from the Gabba, uh, especially at Giants stadium. So I'm going to back. I'm going to back the lines in in on this one, Gracie. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the Giants are just too inconsistent still for me. Um, they're up, they're down, um, and then and then up again. So. Brisbane, I mean, look, one quarter last week that, you know, it's probably the best quarter of footy I've seen Geelong play in the last two years. So, you know, it was only one quarter. You know, halfway through that second quarter, I honestly thought Geelong was gone. or 20 points down against a strong Brisbane side. But, um, yeah, I still think Brisbane are going to be a team to beat. Um, For the rest of the year So um, You know Every team has a slip up Every now and then It's a learning curve Especially for some of those Young guys Like You know McCluggage got injured early Which you know Sort of disrupts the rotations And he was on and off With that Mm. That shoulder So I'm surprised He's playing You know Keep an eye on That he could be a late out But um, It did look quite painful And then Um What's his name? Mitch Robertson's name. Too because He looked like he was done. He he caught, got yeah, a corky or did. something. So and he missed most um, of the game, didn't he? Or the second well, half? Yeah, he was he was done in the second quarter, I think. Yeah. So um, keep an eye on him. Whether he'll he'll get through. Obviously, he'll have to pass a fitness test, but. Um, yeah, I still think the, the Lions will win that one. Yeah, get on your boys, Nettie.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Sportsbet does disagree with you, but he is hoping <laughs> you are right. That you're right though, man. One quarter and the entire Brisbane Lions supporters Facebook group are done with them, man. Man, like, that
1: happens <laughs> five minutes after
0: a quarter, <laughs> with Geelong fan. Yeah, I can tell you what, man, it was upsetting to read. Ye of little faith, but let's jump into the next game. The Swans and the Gold Coast Suns battling this one out at the SCG.
2: Yeah, and probably a bit similar to the last one. If the Suns are a, are a serious team this year, they need to win this game against Sydney at home. And, and Sydney's, they're, they're the walking wounded at the moment. Heaney and uh, and Josh Kennedy. Heaney's out for the season. Kennedy's out for an extended period. This is, a, again, another great chance for a team that's trying to get into that top four to make a statement, Gracie. I think uh, I'm going to back the, the Suns in here. I think it's going to be a tough slog for them. Uh, a couple of names coming back in for Sydney, O'Leary and Callum Sinclair. Probably at least they get a, a, an actual ruck into that team helps quite a bit. Uh, but you in agreeance with me there? Yeah, I think the
1: Suns will win. Um, you know, Heaney out for the rest of the year is a big one. Good for super coach next year, fitsy because he'll probably be discounted because yeah, um, yep. he was sort of struggling a little bit anyway. Kennedy's a, a big loss. to lose that sort of in-and-under contested player. Um, I don't know, Sam Gray must be playing pretty bad footy to be out of that side, Fitzy, yeah, with a couple of injuries. Stiff. So um, I think if, if Rankin... Dominates again, Gold Coast win. Like we saw, yep. such a what a talent he is. So it was a good long awaited debut. But um, yeah, I, I see him backing it up this week, and um, he could single handedly win a game for the Gold yeah. Coast. So I imagine yep. when Real comes back you know, next year or later in the year if he does get back yeah. to the finals or not. But, yeah, I'd be uh, very excited if I was a Suns fan.
2: Yeah, I agree. Actually, you know who he reminds me of, Ned? A young Matt Grace. Yeah. Ford pocket, Horsham Saints under-14s. So that's what he <laughs> reminds me of, just wins a game off his own boot. But, yeah, it's exciting times for the Gold Coast Suns, but they need to keep that momentum going. Like, they've done it before, but then they've dropped off uh, after, you know, probably round six or eight, which is about where we're at. So, yeah, I hope they can get up and about. But, um, yeah, I think the the things aren't looking too good for Sydney this year, so the Suns need a pounce on this one.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, let's hope the Gold Coast Suns get it there. And how about your boys, man? The North Melbourne Roos, we spoke about it earlier. They looked good in patches. I was really impressed with some of their defense there for a while as well in the old uh, basketball terms and things. Man, our boy Pittard. Yeah, not bad. He wasn't too bad. bad, but, you know... What do they got to do to bounce back and get uh, a win against the Tigers? It
2: starts in the forward line for me. Mason Wood's a big in for North Melbourne. If he's playing forward, which I'm, I haven't looked at quite the team yet, but Josh Walker was massive last week too in defense. So we had that end worked up, but it's it's the forward side that we just can't mm. get right. And I've said this before already. Ben Brown plays too far up the ground because there's no other key forward there to, to, to take from out of the goal square. So uh, hopefully Wood in is a good sign that he's going to be playing more at home. Nick Larkey's the big one that we're really missing. Even if he only kicks 20 or 30 goals, at least he takes that second big defender. Otherwise, Brown's just going up and he's got no hope playing, uh, you know, playing as a sole tall in that forward line. But, you know, we were good at, at times last week. I don't think Essendon were amazing, except for, sort of towards the end of the game, they just ran away with it. But the big one for me as well is Jack Zeeble back in. Uh, a fit captain is exactly what we need right now. And the Tigers are vulnerable. You know, after that game last week, it was a. They were complaining about the game being really boring and slow after the game, and Gracie's got some thoughts on that for sure. But I think we can really pounce uh, on the Tigers after this game and after last week's game. But uh, I'm staying positive. But yeah, I think if we've got any hope of getting something out of this season, we need to win this game here. But what do you think about the Tigers last week, Gracie? Oh, Matt. I reckon, reckon what said.
1: I reckon Fitz's quote. You could probably listen back onto it. He said, "This is probably the time when the Richmond-Sydney game was on that you go do your grocery shopping." And, yes, yes. Um, I, I that actually well. did after quarter time. I went into the supermarket. So. Um, yeah, no, it was... Uh, I kept, like, looking at it, obviously, super coach-wise yep. for a couple of players. And I wasn't seeing Jake Arts and uh, Marley and Pickett do too much. Pickett did a bit towards the end, but Arts uh, had a very, very yeah. quiet game. And, um, obviously, Sydney uh, lost Heaney and Kennedy. So, it was a very old, boring game. And um, I think we all saw... I don't know if you've seen Kevin Bartlett's thing about how um, the uh, the CEOs need to get together and start sorting out this game. Yeah. It's, it's a bit, uh, bit trash, but... I mean it's one <laughs> one game but and Kevin Bartland probably, you know, is trying to bring back the old days from fifty years ago when he used to play. But <laughs> start, um, start
2: belting people up.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I think you're right, Fitz. I think if North want anything out of this season, this is the game they gotta win and I see Tom Campbell's out, um, Fitz and, and yeah. Wood back in. Um, obviously, you know, Wood probably just needs give him you know, I reckon just give him the rest of the season, see what he can do. If he's, yep. you know, if he can't do anything then maybe they look at Going yeah. another option,
2: yeah, option there, to.
1: but um, yeah, they've got to, I guess, stick with a with one guy. And I know Wood has injuries and stuff like that, but you sort of got to give a guy a chance. Kind of like uh, I think I've said before with Geelong with Radigalia, they just mm. leave him in there, and he has you know two or three quiet games, but then yeah. the game the other week, um, he he. Single-handedly probably helped us win, yeah, win a game. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah,
2: I agree with you there. I think he need he almost needs to be the third forward, though. And that's when there was a couple of seasons ago, he was playing quite well as the third tall uh, back before we had some retirements. But that's what we really need. We need Lockie back in the big sove. Uh, so hopefully, he's not too far away. The guy that's an emergency—he's <laughs> been a few times now—is Lockie Hosey. He needs to get a chance as well in the seniors. But I don't know. It's gonna be—it's gonna be a tough season as an all-supporter. It's very frustrating. Like I feel like we should—the uh, last four games we've lost, we should have won at least two. Of those and yeah. we've been just about in all of them. Um, but I mean it's it's yeah, it's gonna be a tough season for everybody, but hopefully we can bounce back here. And I think the big problem last week was the way White was coaching too. Gracie was just throwing the extra man behind the ball, so Richmond couldn't take any marks in the forward line. Uh it was just a disgusting game. Uh and you know, let's hope that's not the uh the case going forward. But yeah, hopefully North Melbourne's game plan can sort of rattle the tigers a bit after that slow game last week. So we'll see what happens. You'll back back them in. I'll oh, back him in. Yep, yeah, yeah, gotta back him in. Madman? Yep,
0: yeah, back him in. Oh, like it, I like it boys. You are going against the sports bet odds there. Sunday game, we've got the blues and Port Adelaide. This one happening at the Gabba. Port Adelaide red hot favourites to win it
2: yeah it's uh, this is going to be a great game as well and, and Carlton are becoming a very hard team to pick aren't they Gracie and, and even I guess you could throw Port Adelaide into that basket but uh, you know they've brought back Tom Rockliffe he was given a stern talking to I hear Brad yep. Ebert with that suspension of course goes out but there's a few actually a couple of potential debuts for Carlton with Matthew Cottrell and Callum Moore that's not the Callum Moore was there a Callum Moore at Richmond at one point uh, I, guess I there must be a different was, one. This is a, he was a while ago but yeah. when I saw Matthew Cottrell I
1: thought of uh, was it Cottrell's cordial. <laughs> <laughs> no? Coddy's, Coddy's, Coddy's cordial, cordial. Coddy's, man. Yeah, so that just—I saw that. And I'm like, oh, I could go some cordial after seeing that. But something random for you. But uh, no, I think um, Carlton obviously saw last week. Fitzy, I don't think anyone expected them to win by 50 points. No way. Cripps did a hurt his shoulder and was no impact. Doherty did nothing. Um, there was just other guys that stepped up. Jack Martin's having a, uh, I guess, you, if, you know, fairly consistent season at Carlton. Just given that opportunity, he's injury-free as well. So um, I still think Portal win fits. I think they sort of showed last week that they're still a pretty good side. Yeah, so, yep. Um, you know, they got Dersmer back in, Rockliffe. Um, Bonner, um, Mays has been named to debut for about the third week <laughs> in a row. So <laughs> yes. um, uh, they got some guys uh, coming back. Obviously, you know when Ebert comes back from his suspension, he'll slot back in there as well. And.
2: Um, yeah, Porter. Porter still a team to beat for me. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I think that uh, Port Adelaide should win this one. But is it interesting when uh, Carlton have a good win, all their supporters come out of the woodwork. I've never seen so many people tweeting about Carlton in about forty years. I not reckon. Yeah, they're all they're all just up and about. So this is going to be a challenging game for them. At least if they don't win it, they don't want to get blown out. Otherwise, no. it's just. I, you know, I tell you
1: what, we you know Andy, our little yeah, little yeah. mate Andy, he's about four foot. All, he's a mad Carlton supporter and he's said all of last year Carlton 2020 Yeah, okay. and uh, he could be on on for something I'll yeah. tell you what Fitzy can you remember the last time Collingwood Essen and Carlton were all in the top eight after a round no I don't because I don't care <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is true but no if, uh, I'll have to get uh, Andy
2: a photo of him in his Carlton gear so we yeah, can definitely. post up he's mad mad get mad him his grey wolf shirt if he's got one or he I'll better. make him buy one yeah, I'll make him man. buy one but again yeah being serious for a sec this is going to be a huge game for Carlton if they can actually win I think Think that's going to really set them on a good path to potentially push into the top eight. But good one that Port LA need to win this as well if they're going yep. to try and take on a, a top two spot. But yeah, it should be a good game.
0: Let's go, the Blue Baggers is all I can say. Let's roll on to the Giants Stadium game. It's the Hawks and the D's.
2: Yeah, this is going to be a tough one to predict, Gracie. I might let you take the analysis first up. Yeah, well, Hawthorne, a um, little bit disappointing
1: last week, I thought. But um, obviously, John O'Patton fits. is a big, uh, big yeah. out for them done a hammy, and like when we, when I was watching, I or I thought he would honestly done his knee, again the way he Looked was bad. he was reacting. So, mm. um, but I mean, yeah, obviously upsetting for him because he's missed so much footy already, and a hammy, you know, three four weeks roughly. Mm. So, um, but like they get Burgoyne back, I think that experience will help. Um, Darren Min- Minchington, Fitzy. He didn't
2: realise he was still in the lead. No, nah, no,
1: nah, neither did I. But <laughs> um, but no, I think uh, this game will come down to the ruck. Apparently, Segler's uh, broken a toe or something. Oh, okay. Yep. Done something to his toe, so he might be out. So it might be McAvoy against Gorn. So um, even though like McAvoy's you know, still a good ruckman, he's been doing that you know across half back. Backman mm. um, being quite handy, so that'll leave a bit of a hole down back for them but um and then Tom McDonald's out with an eye injury for for Melbourne I think Luke Jackson will probably come in for him yeah um sort of tall for tall unless um dependent on like what the weather's like. They may bring a small in instead, but uh, I reckon Melbourne will win. It'll, it'll come down to Max
2: Gorn for me. Yeah. Um, just that dominant, dominant Ruckman. Yeah, um, I think that's where ground. it starts. Yeah, that's definitely where it starts. And you're probably right. I reckon Jackson probably will come in because Hawthorne do have quite a tall back line, even if, uh, if McAvoy is playing Ruck. But how do you, how do you see that experiment's gone so far with McAvoy playing in the back line, Segler in the Ruck? He hasn't been too bad. Segler's um quite a good Ruckman
1: himself and he hasn't been outplayed at all in any of the games that I've, I've seen. So yep. Um, I think uh, McAvoy just just chops out that. Like, he's, he's still quite an agile mm. footballer for a, for a big guy. So um, they should have probably done it years ago when he was a bit younger yeah. and probably a bit more mobile. Yep. But, um, no, I think um, it's it's probably on par for the moment. Um, you probably won't know until the end of the year to see see sort of yeah. how he impacted games yep. and things like that. But, um, I mean, Hawthorne are around that that uh, probably 7th to 10th mark for me. So they're sort of mid-range yep. at the moment. Yeah. Um, they're probably, you know, if they had to fit John O'Patton up and going, it'd be probably a different story. You know, Wingard's been in and out of games. He was quite quiet last week, so um, I think they've just got to maybe look at unleashing Wingard into the midfield a bit more often. Yeah. I think for mine. So yeah, um,
2: but I think they'll win. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Wingard's wasted as a forward. What's the point of playing him yeah. down there where he's such a good ball user? Particularly, the, I noticed uh, before Burgoyne went out that he was at a lot of centre bounces. The guy's 38. Why aren't you putting your, your small gun midfielders into the midfield? It's like keeping a Lamborghini out the front instead of in the garage, Ned no, it just doesn't make any sense. But yeah. uh, I think I'll back uh, Melbourne in this one too, Grace. It should actually be a good game as well. These are all going to be good games. Uh, unfamiliar territory for both of them, but I'll back the Ds, even though Sportsbet disagrees with us as they usually do.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say that I've sort of I've noticed a bit of a trend especially this week Sports bet, and you guys don't agree on things there but nah. let's hope the D's can get a win there. I think they will for whatever that's worth. Sunday night proceedings the West Coast Eagles and Fremantle Dockers battle it out it's a battle of the, what the hell do they call this? The, <laughs> the West. Derby. The Derby that's, that's the one.
2: one. <laughs> yeah this could be a good one and Gracie the, the match could be over for Fremantle with Nat Fife out again with that damn hamstring injury and yep. uh, they may be blooding a couple of youngsters here just look at the ins, Michael Frederick another guy who's probably come out of the accounting department, Nettie. by the sounds of that name, yep. Lloyd Meek and Tobe Watson, who did yep. get a bit of traction in the preseason. But uh, I think the Eagles are just going to be too strong. I think they're about to hit their stride with all these games back in Perth. Um, you know, Fremantle's showing some signs, but I just think that uh, with Fife out, the Eagles are just going to run rampant on them.
1: Yeah, I think um, Fife's a big out for me. I traded him back in, unfortunately, and he's going to be missing for a few weeks. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think when I saw Frederick and Meek and uh, and Watson, especially uh, Meek, I thought it might have been like a rap group or something, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, a little good. You know, the blood and youngsters, they're going to have to, as you said earlier, like they're going to cram the 33 games into 19 days. There's going to be a fair few uh, debutants playing for a lot of teams, I think, so. Um, Shuey back in as well, Fitzy. Yeah, it's huge. Um a big, big in for West Coast, so. Um, if Fife was playing, I'd probably say it'd be a pretty even game. But yep. I think, but look, I said that two weeks ago, and Freo come out and won, and Brayshaw dominated. Yep. Tucker had a good game as well. Um, Walters dominated. Um, another one to keep in mind, Sean Darcy's obviously got knocked out. Yeah. He's he's named, but. Uh, I see Brennan Cox is in there as well. So um, another tall in there, but
2: we'll just just wait and see on yeah, that one. Yeah, we'll just wait and see. But so Nat 5, so he's definitely missing this week. Are you holding or are you going to trade? or oh, I, just can't,
1: I can't trade him out and then back in again. It's just nah. another waste of two trades. So I'll just have to play at rookie, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not going for overall now. I'm pretty buggered with that, but... Um, it's like I need Rankin I need to probably get um, McPherson from Adelaide or yep, yep. Um, Simpson from Geelong to generate yep. some more
2: cash so. yeah that's a fair no um, I think um, my overall dream is about to die so I'm, I'm just gonna I think at this point you just need to focus on getting a completed team and let the yeah. rankings deal with themselves because this year is obviously different to every every other one we don't have enough trades and enough time to be just trading in and out to try and take on that overall otherwise you're gonna end up with two rookies on the field at the end of the season yeah. so yeah it's a hard hold but I think we need to but yeah I think Uh, Hopefully, you know, for Frio's sake, they can stay competitive, Nettie. But uh, as we're going to agree with sports but this time, uh, I think the Eagles will will take the chocolates. The Eagles
0: will get this one. It's looking like it may be a one-sided affair. As I imagine, this one will be wrapping things out for the round on Monday night. It's the Saints and Adelaide. It's at, well, Adelaide Oval. But like you keep saying, I keep bringing it up. You say they're not even going to finish 18th. (laughs) The Crows are 19th. Yeah.
2: Pretty much. That sums mm. it up pretty well. well.
0: At the moment, they got no
1: one on the ground. So <laughs> that's as good as that game's going to be, I think. So, Madman has um, just
0: uh, lifted the
1: phone. and yeah. yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, so uh, no, I think uh, Saints will win that comfortably, Fitzy. The only thing we got good to talk about the Crows is the, the kids that will probably start yeah, playing. Like yep. McPherson, nine touches, eight were um, contested. He went at 88%. I know it's not a high volume, but he still scored 76. So mm. um, apparently he did quite well um, when he before he was drafted back in 2017 in the uh, in the under 18s he, yep, was, he yep. was one of the top top uh, prospects so he's one to you know you could bring in this week so yep. um, that I'm I'm looking at but um, obviously wait to see what what happens with the teams but yeah that's probably the only highlight for the crows at yeah, the moment this I year think so
2: and I I mean good on Nick's for playing and sticking with the with the youngsters and even like uh, Will Hamill got knocked down in the game a few weeks ago. He kept his spot. He was handy on the weekend. Uh, Ned McHenry, uh, Ned's namesake. The only other Ned that I know. No, another, uh, there was
1: another Ned named for and we joking? missed it. I think we... Yeah, I... I... Yeah, Ned Cahill. Hey, it's a week yeah, the weekend. There yeah, you go. But
2: uh, you know, he was. And I was going to say Ned McHenry. After a couple of very ordinary games, his last few weeks have been fantastic. So, and one thing that was very interesting. Uh, someone else pointed out that that Laird started on the bench on the weekend in in favor of Hamill. So they're obviously going to give these guys a run just to see what they've got. So I'd be I'd be full of confidence trading any of those Adelaide rookies in right now, to be honest. And McPherson's on my on my, my radar. After we spoke spoke him up a couple of weeks in a row, haven't we? When he was in emergency, the think, other week. I think so, you, I think you. Said, who's who's this guy? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, but <laughs> now we're close friends, but his advantage is he's 21. He's actually got a body on him. He's ready to play yeah. AFL, so yeah. I'll probably end up trading him in. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a very long season for Adelaide. And if they can't win this one at Saint, uh, against St. Kilda at home, I don't know who they're going to beat. They just do not look like they're going to win a game. I'd say football.
1: Carlton, but Carlton just knocked off the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what will happen? It will be, it'll be whoever's in top spot when they play, like Port yeah. or someone. Yeah, showdown that's true. Happens.
2: It could be. But, yeah, so interesting. Monday night game to finish the round off, Nettie, but... Uh, Uh, Looks like I reckon the Saints will take this one again. And we'll we'll be doing something else Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bookie grocery shopping in Monday night. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, there you have it. Well, it looks like a pretty interesting round of football apart from those last two games there, fellas
2: yeah it will be and uh, I think now so. Gracie before we go I did get a question through from John. I've been asking him to send one oh in God. Uh, <laughs> I love don't that. react like that he will be listening to this one
1: uh, no I love Jono he's a very uh, enthusiastic fellow when it comes to super coach and fantasy it's you wait till Big Bash opens up oh, he'll be he'll be messaging you from day dot so <laughs> that's alright um, no uh, it's good because he, he does he does bring up some I wouldn't have even thought of Bailey Smith to be honest yeah, with you. get on the bads um, so
2: you're getting all my advice secondhand, but that's okay I'm alright with that but here's a question uh, who do we rate as the best vice captain and captain options this week from Binger.
1: Um, it's tough because Danger and Grundy are in the same game. I went Danger last week. Yep. Um, I think yeah, I, I'm probably going to lean to ja- Danger again. Um, for mine. Um, you could go a Lockie Neal because I think they're Saturday as well. Are they? Yeah, they're yep. early in the ring. Yeah, they, yeah uh, uh, yep, and Saturday. then you've got uh, I think Gorn plays Sunday, so yeah, you've always got that option of of captaining Gorn Gawn um, no matter what against, yeah. um, who are they playing? Sorry. Uh, Hawks. Hawks, Hawks, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, am looking at Dangerfield myself. Yep. Um, you got Neil, you can go McRae tomorrow night, um, against the Bombers. Um, so there's a few, few different options. I'd probably stick away from a Crips or, or someone like that, yeah, but, um, agree. or even a Whitfield I'd stick away from, but, uh, Definitely, yeah. One of Neil, Danger, McCray, or Grundy for mine.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good call. I'll probably go Grundy tonight, just to back him in, and then straight into Neil. I mean, he hasn't scored below one thirty all season, so he's a he's a lock for captain. But uh, yeah, you might look. You might choose to be a bit cute with your vice captain over the next <laughs> couple of nights. Just see what happens. There's a few yep. good options there. Yep. But uh, I, t- I tell you yeah. what, Fitzy,
1: Gorn, have you seen his last
2: four scores? Yes, I have. It's very, very sexy, isn't it? Yeah. So he'll be coming into my team hopefully next week. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's just—he's a. Like, you still haven't told us where you've been for an hour and a half before you came here. No, but. I literally
1: had tea and was just
2: sitting sitting on my bed doing nothing. No, that's a lot of tea, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Nettie, So yeah, it's going to be a good round of footy. So have you? Are you just going to double down with trades this week, Gracie? A couple of rookies in?
1: Yeah, I think so. I just don't know about Stas. I mean, he's, as I said, he's named. I think I might just have to bite the bullet and yep. and keep him because I've got Brander and Rivers there, so I may have to drop Brander because um, yep. I, I don't know what his timeline is of of returning. So Brander to um, McPherson and then um, not sure on the forward line yet yeah. who I, I dropped down. Yeah, um, Sturt hasn't come back so whether I just bite the bullet and drop Sturt yeah. Um, down to yeah. Rankin. Do you still
2: uh, have Butterick in? Oh, you got him in the, yeah, in the, in the yeah. midfield. So. I'm looking at actually trading Taylor out this week. As much as I don't want to trade a North Melbourne kid, at least we can make some money out of him. And his break even is going to be huge next week. Yeah, he's, what, he's 46 this week. Yeah, so. once that 100 rolls out of his average, yeah. uh, he had 15 on the weekend. I think he might have to go, um, if go. If he gets
1: 59, he'll go to 91. So, yeah, I'm, I'll probably keep him just just to because I have to. I think I'd rather, yeah. rather have him play than. Then, uh, well, I may not even put him on. We'll see. But yeah, that's um, true. Like, we
2: get Rankin in for him potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get one of get rid of Sturt or or him for for Rankin. I think.
2: There you have it, Eddie. It's going to be a big week of footy, and uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, if uh, Gracie decides to. Yeah, I'll make sure. I'll make sure my hair's all right next week. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: I think that's why. I don't know, man. It's just it's kind of like. You know, you've got kryptonite or something without the hair; like it's he, more vulnerable <laughs> or if something. He,
2: if he gets all of his tips wrong this week, yeah, we we'll know, know it's will we'll know why. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 that could be his weakness. Alrighty, well, it is a big week in Grey Wolf coming up. Of course, we have reliving the war with Nims Azor and Simon Tackler out now. Those boys are talking about Bash at the Beach, 1996, the WCW pay per view. Be sure to check that one out at GreyWolfEntertainment.net. Nims has another wrestling interview coming out on. Tuesday, Dakota Kai, who is an NXT wrestler, and on Sunday, which I skipped right past, the big one, the man, big one. we talked about it earlier, Unsolved Mysteries, what is happening with Matt Grace and his hair? <laughs> well, we're not going to cover that this week, we are going to be talking about the actual Unsolved mystery show, Sunday night, all things looking good, McMuff has not got the poster work back, <laughs> I'm sure he's last, on warning. It. <laughs> last
1: warning, last <laughs> warning. Hey, we got a bit on the go, Madman. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward
2: to
0: it. Hell yeah. Sticking about. We'll be back.
2: This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. Greywolfentertainment.net.